So when he was six years old, a young boy named Blessing Offer was invited to come to move to America uh, to meet some specialists who would help restore his sight. Blessing was a child from Nigeria, and he had uh, been born with congenital uh, glaucoma. And so he had one eye that was pretty much uh, closed off. It was not uh, working. It was blind. And then there was another eye that was in jeopardy. And so Blessing was invited to come to the States where doctors from Yale University actually worked on him, and they saved his one good eye. His one bad eye was, was lost, but he was able to save that one good eye. And so he lived a pretty normal childhood uh, for about five more years until when he was in about middle school, he had a freak accident while he was playing with some friends. And this accident actually left his good eye damaged and the doctors couldn't save that eye. And so after just 10 years of life on this earth, he was completely blind and permanently blind. Now, when you hear a story like this, Many of us shake our heads and, and start to ask ourselves, say, okay, God, what's going on in this little boy's story? Where are you in the midst of such circumstances? Here's a kid who traveled more than 4,000 miles to the United States of America to get the best medical care that, that money could buy and that, that people could offer in order to keep just the sight in one eye. He retains that sight for five years and then in a freak accident, he loses that sight completely, never to have it again. Where are you, God, in the midst of all this? When Blessing tells his story, he says that as a 10-year-old boy, he prayed at night after that accident, where he had the accident, he was losing the sight in the other good eye. He said, God, please let me keep my sight. He would go to bed saying, God, please don't take my sight from me. Jesus, I only have one eye that, that still works. Please keep it working. And then as if God never even heard the prayer of his little one, he lost sight in both eyes. This kid didn't deserve it. He didn't do anything to be born blind. He didn't lose, a, for him to lose his other sight, it was his other eye was a complete accident. It was nothing that anyone could have prevented. And it certainly wasn't fair. And so after hours and hours of heartfelt prayer by this little boy and probably from his family and friends, God didn't answer his prayer for restored vision. How does such an experience like that impact your faith? This question was actually asked of blessing in an interview with uh, Joy FM Radio. The DJs had uh, Blessing on the radio, and, and they asked him, they said, how does such an experience, like what you've described to us as a 10-year-old boy, how does that impact your faith? And this is what he said. He said, you know, it's never fun to tell your story when you're going through hard times. A story is way more fun to tell after the fact. And when you deal with something that makes you come to grips with what makes you, you, and what makes God good, you end up asking a lot of questions. And these big questions, I think, are questions that most people don't even get to ask in their lifetime, and many don't struggle with. Struggling with these God questions, say at 10, 11, or 12 years old, is an interesting time. But when you get the answers, and they're satisfying, and they're good, and you find that God is up to the challenge, it is a really grounding, beautiful thing that I wish I could give to everyone. Blessing Offer struggled in his life. He struggled in a personal way 
He has asked the hard questions of God, and he has found that God and Jesus are up to the challenge. I don't know what, facing, what challenges you are facing today, but whatever you're going through, are you asking God the big questions? Are you asking God the big questions in the midst of your struggles, in the midst of your hardships? Because if you are asking, are you willing to then listen for the answers that God provides? Not just ask, but also learn to listen for the answers that God speaks back to you. In that interview with Joy FM, Blessing made another statement that caught my attention. He said, there are a lot of prayers that people pray where God answers them in a way that you didn't expect or you didn't see coming. Are you bringing your questions to God and are you trusting God with your questions? Today's song that we're going to look at and we're going to listen to is designed to help us trust God with the answers. It's a song that is written and sung by Blessing Offer, and it's titled Better Days, or Brighter, Brighter Days. How do you have brighter days when your life is falling apart all around you? That's what we want to look at today. So let's uh, take a listen and hear now uh, Blessing Offer, Brighter Days. I know there's gonna be some brighter days I swear that love will find you in your pain I feel it in me like the beating of life in my veins I know there's gonna be some brighter days I know there's gonna be some brighter days Ashes fall from burning dreams Oh, never live through times like these Oh, if you're trying hard to breathe In the dark, in the dark I know there's gonna be some
You can't believe that there are going to be brighter days unless you know someone who's lived through something that's hard and they can show you the way and they can show you how to get through and how to survive. Someone who has experienced the tough times and can show you what they've experienced and how they've made it through. Blessing is singing this song and he is telling these stories through this video of a family who's lost a child a sibling, and another one who has no money and no friends. And he's telling these stories from his own experience, and he's pointing to God for his authority. Blessing has walked a difficult path. I don't know anyone who would willingly choose blindness as the path for their life. This man was born partially blind, and then in a freak accident, he was uh, made completely blind. And even the one eye that the doctors were trying to save, he lost sight in that eye. And here he is singing with his heart and his soul and his strength, I know there are going to be some brighter days. I swear that love will find you in your pain. I feel it in me like the beating of life in my veins. I know there are going to be some brighter days. I know there are going to be some brighter days. For him, the brighter days rise and fall. They all are set on Jesus Christ, the love of God. In his own words, speaking about his experience, Blessing said, listen, even if he doesn't save your eyesight, he is still good. I'm a huge fan of reality, and reality is messy, says Blessing, but it's only in embracing the hard things in life that joy really feels like joy. You have to embrace reality in order for joy to feel like joy. When Blessing was being interviewed by the radio station, there was a storm outside of his window when he was doing the interview. And he told the DJs, he said, guys, right now during this interview, there's a storm outside. And that's reality. But that doesn't mean that the sun isn't shining. It doesn't mean that the sun won't shine again. I think God shows us reality all the time. We like the high, uh, cheap high, you know, sometimes instead of the real, real, real stuff. We like the fake stuff instead of the real stuff, maybe because it's easier. For the video, he went on and said, for the video, I just wanted to tell stories of people going through difficult things and where the ending isn't like, oh, well, you know, we won a million dollars in the lottery and everything's awesome. Although that would be nice, he said, but it's not reality. Joy isn't joy 
uh, unless it's real and unless it's based on the reality of the world in which we live. In the story of Moses, God encouraged, directed, he used Moses to lead his people out of Egypt to a new land that God was giving them. This land was called the Promised Land, which is actually the title of a song that we're going to look at in about six weeks by Toby Mac. I can't wait for that. But anyway, 120 years of Moses' life had gone on, and his life was coming to a close, and he was looking to pass the baton on to Joshua, his second in command. He was looking to pass that, uh, that on, and Joshua was going to lead the new people into this new land. And I'm sure you can imagine Joshua and the people, they were a little excited because this is something they'd been waiting for for a long time, but also they were probably intimidated. They were intimidated and they were probably a little scared. Imagine if I was standing here this morning saying, okay guys, just so you know, tomorrow every single one of you is going to pack whatever you can into your one car, whatever you can pack in one car, and we're all going to move to Casper, Wyoming. That's where we're, gonna, we're all going to move. So tomorrow we're going to do that. And uh, I'm going to pick Lauren. Lauren, you are going to be our new director. Lauren's going to direct you. I'm going to stay here. But you guys are all going to go with Lauren, and she's going to be your new uh, leader. And you guys are going to go to this new home. You're going to start over in Casper, Wyoming, where God is going to provide all of your needs. So don't worry. Imagine if I stood up here and said that. You'd probably have a million questions. How's this whole thing going to work? What, 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 are you, what are you talking about? What am I going to take with me? I can't leave. My entire life is in Wayne, New Jersey. And what do you mean, Doug, you're not coming with us? Why are you not coming with us? I, I don't understand. If you absolutely had to leave tomorrow, this is not a joke. This is not, a, if I said you had to leave tomorrow, such a move on you to pack everything up in a day and go would be taxing, right? It would be emotionally taxing. It would be physically draining. It would be financially difficult for you to do that. This is kind of like what it was like for the Israelites. Sort of like what it was for them. They'd been planning to enter the promised year or the promised land for 40 years. They'd been waiting for it, but even as they were getting ready to go in, they had questions. They had questions. And, and this is where Moses, in the midst of all this, this is where Moses stands up before everyone and he gives them this command. This is from Deuteronomy chapter 31, uh, uh, verse 6. And he says, be strong and courageous, is what Moses says. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them, the, the people in Casper, Wyoming, the new land. Do not cower from them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. This was Moses' command to the people. Be encouraged. Go with courage. Life is going to bring you hard things. There's not one of us who gets to get away without facing difficulties. You might not have to pack up your car and move to uh, Wyoming tomorrow, but there may be a day in your life where you have to move again. There may be a day where you have to move. You might struggle at work, or you might need to go to the hospital for something. Someone close to you might get sick. A letter might arrive in the mail with really bad news. Or you might experience a freak accident, and you might lose your eye. In that moment, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, and do not panic. Because the Lord your God will go with you personally, will go with you, ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. 
This is what Blessing Offer has to sing to us and has to teach us through his song. This is what he reminds us when he sings Brighter Days. Hardships come our way. There's not one of us on this earth that gets away without experiencing some sort of hardship. Every single one of us has a difficult time on this earth. So if your screams don't make a sound and the walls are crashing down, and if your heart just cries too loud all the time, know today that there's going to be some brighter days. It's hard for us to see the brighter days when you're in the middle of the storm. But just remember, just because there's a storm outside or around your life doesn't mean the sun isn't shining or that the sun won't come out tomorrow. Eventually those clouds will pass, the rain will stop, and the sun will come. So when you feel like you're at the end of your rope, don't let go of hope. Don't let go of hope. If a kid who lost his sight in such a traumatic way can sing to us that there are brighter days ahead, we can trust that that is true. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic. For the Lord your God will go personally ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Amen. Let's pray. God, I pray for those of us in this room who need this message today. God, some of us are clinging. We are clinging to you with both hands, holding on for hope. Lord, we pray and, and, and we thank you for blessing today. We thank you for uh, the, the gift that he has given the world through uh, his music and continues to do. Lord, we ask your blessing upon him. Anoint him as he writes songs and uh, writes uh, poetry and lyrics, Lord, that that is put to music that we can enjoy, that we can be inspired by, that we can be challenged by. So we pray for him and thank you, God, for what you were doing in his life and for the joy that he exudes. Lord, we pray that we would have that as well and that we would be mindful that there are brighter days that we know, Lord, down to the, the substance of our soul that we can trust that you are a good God. So we thank you for Blessing's testimony in this in our own lives and we pray that we would be a testimony for others local to our, our own living space, local to Wayne, local to the people who are in our lives today, Lord. Let us be a testimony and a witness for you that there are brighter days. We pray this all today in Jesus' name. Amen.